here on 1700. The Big Talker, or whatever our slogan is these days. Here just at 1700. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon, just 1700. Yeah. The Hawkeye Huddle. Home, you know what, it might as well be, right? It's home, is the home of the Hawkeye Huddle. And we're here each week from 5 to 6 o'clock on Tuesday nights, all the way through the winter sports season for Hawkeyes, which will include basketball and wrestling. And we're going to get to all that a little bit later on, but we're finishing up, wrapping up, well, at least the regular season of football this week after a rousing, surprising, stunning, and altogether fine, fine victory over at Nebraska. I should just stop. We should, we should stop possibly doing the Templeton Rye last call and come up with another segment for them to sponsor because this year has been one that has been far and away the, the most difficult to get a read on what the Iowa football team is going to do. I did not give it a 56-14 to 14 victory, I'll tell you that Did much. you pick Iowa? No. Neither did Trent. No. no. What, what had you seen in two weeks that led you to believe that Iowa Margaritas. could even score? <laughs> we needed right? Mr. Sunshine. In yeah, we did. We were... <laughs> I had seen a lot of margaritas. I, I was on the... Uh... Isla Morales. Yeah, you, we said we, Mujeres. Mujeres. Yeah, we I, don't know, I don't know how to say it. Talked about that last week, that, that you were relaxed. I was not yet. competent enough to be able to be on the uh, radio airwaves it's last week. not a real high bar that we set. <laughs> no, it no, isn't. No, really. it wasn't. And, and, uh, and the, we've, had a, couple, a, lot and we've had a couple of shows. Uh, well, you know, but. It, now, I would have been able to do it. <laughs> but, you know, cell service. We're in Cancun. <laughs> Who knows? And, 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 I may have been on a boat. Yeah. Who knows? I know I was on a boat. Service. No. I know I was on a boat at one time. Actually, twice. They had to get there and get back. It was quite the trip. But, however, you, you witnessed, however, we digress. You witnessed uh, on a beautiful, gorgeous November afternoon over in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, um, an Iowa football team that went out and actually, I, I thought, played a lot better in the first half than the score indicated. They'd done a couple of things that, that, that hurt themselves. Nebraska had. You mean as well. like dropping a dropping punt? punts and. <laughs> But uh, in that second half, uh, the second half blitz, Iowa goes with 505 yards total offense, their highest output of the year, 313 rushing. Um, they put it on a Nebraska squad who, frankly, I think at, at some point in time did did give up, did give in, uh, as did a lot of their fans who left the stadium early. It's probably as early. Did you realize Nebraska went 1-6 Nebraska went at home this year? Do you realize that's, that in doc- there's a reason why that Riley's getting fired? Right? Doctor Tom's fired. last three years at Nebraska, his record was sixty and three, or not three years, like five years or six 60 years. Sixty and three. Sixty and three, and they lost more home games this year than he lost in his in the glory days, and in he walked. Tenure. He walked out after the '97 national championship. Now, I would not here. I'm going to bring this up real quick. I would not tell you not to go to Tom's website, Tom Caker, who will be with us a little bit, and read Tory Brecht's. No, it's Tuesdays fantastic. With but but Tuesdays with Tory today, he brought up the fact, and I did not realize this. It was absolutely true. Back in the 1980s, we were we kept hearing about how Minnesota's renaissance was going to come along, right? And they they would start to have a good season, and they wouldn't. And they were just 20 years removed, just 20 years removed from national championship uh, wins and contention. They had seven of them, by the way, back in the 50s. That's and now 60. 57 years ago, right? The point being. That it's been that long since Nebraska was relevant in college football, and yet they feel that by firing Mike Riley, they're going to take this dumpster fire that is their football program right now, well, and and they're going to win a national championship. I'm not saying that they don't have potential, but I'm just saying it is interesting to start to look at how long it has been since they've really had a good football program. And Iowa has won four out of five. Should have been five. Should out have been of five. five out of five. And this one, you know, again. Even in the first half, it's tied fourteen to fourteen. Iowa looked like they were gonna. I, I felt confident at halftime they were gonna pull ahead and well, win. Well, when but, Iowa you know. tied tied the game right before halftime, uh, and you knew they were getting the second half, you thought, okay, this this is a, a good turn. The ninety nine yard drive. If I'm not mistaken, that's four ninety plus yard drives this year. Didn't we have two uh, two against we Iowa had State? Two against Iowa State. I think we've had more than that. I think it's been more than that, which is amazing considering the games where we couldn't get out of our own way and score, right? But I think it's been five five. I of think them. they had one against it's North Texas. Four. It's at least four. Yeah. So anyway, be that as it may, it was, but it was it was it harkened back to two thousand and two. Uh, when the Hawks would just dominate people and run the ball. And that second half, we saw IKM Manila uh, making a nice seven to eight yard before he was ever touched 
What did he end up with? 90 yards? Rushing? Or or did he only have 57? I thought he had a 57-yard run. Who? IKM Manila. (laughs) Ivory Kelly Martin. Oh. Okay, uh, I don't know what, yeah. I no, I mean, in, they just were dominating. The offensive line was pushing Nebraska all over the place. And, you know, the Cornhuskers are, are a mere shadow of themselves. The only the only thing that's remotely close are the uniforms. And even then they screw those it, up when they it, go with the alternates. They do something, so, something goofy. Well, Speaking say, of that, before we move on, why is Ohio State not have to, I, on the Iowa Ohio State-Michigan game, why do they not have to wear, just wear traditional just uniforms? Just wear your uniform. The last Good. few years, they look like they doofuses. Look, yeah, just wear your uniform in a big game. That's why I, I didn't like the fact that I, when Iowa went with the alternates, I didn't think that was the game to do it. I thought it would be a game where you're trying to draw attention to the game rather than the one where you're playing. Anyway, you're, it's a good point. So, uh, a couple of things. Well said. So, um, yes, well said. Thank you. Uh, great article on Land of Ten um, in the last couple of days pointing out um, that Iowa did a lot more straight-up gap blocking, uh, a lot less zone blocking, particularly in the second half. They pretty much, uh, in, in fact, uh, Daniels said, you know, center, said, look, we kind of burned that part of the playbook in the second half. They just flat-out blocked people, right? And so if you go back and you watch, and I think at one point in time there was a, there was a play around the edge where you had <laughs> tweeted out something about, you know, it looked like the electric football again. But it was very similar to that because they were just moving guys out right. of the way. Um, Akram Wadley's uh, longer touchdown of the of the third quarter was one of those where Larry Jackson actually blocks his guy 15 yards downfield. He's double teamed by the tight end Whiting, who is the one guy that we always forget. Right? You remember Hawkinson and Fant because they catch the ball. Right. But Whiting is the blocking guy, right? And he came from the other side, went through the hole. Ahead of Akram Wadley, double team guy with Jackson, pushed. fell down, got up, and took two more. He took three guys out on the play. Wadley did a great job on the play, but the blocking was incredible. And and, and it and again, and then you start looking back. Uh, Brady Ross had a great second half as well out of the fullback position. You know oh why? Oh my gosh! Because he's going through a hole and destroying people instead of trying to find a gap. Right? Instead of trying to find find the zone and cutting back through, he's going through a hole. He's nailing people. I, I'm not saying this is the answer. I think it's it's, well, it it's might, an answer. It, it might be the answer when you're going up against a three-four defense that is going to stand there and come at you in a fashion. And and this was the problem with Wisconsin is we couldn't ever find the guys to block. Right. Um, and this is partly why Wisconsin's defense has been so dominant all season. We're not the only people who have struggled against Wisconsin. No, and they've got they have talent. They they have talent. It's and not they're just well coached. And it's they know not what just they're talent. They they've they really dial it up. They're good. I mean, their scheme is good. Their scheme is tough. This there was in this same article they were showing video, and there was an example in the first half where Iowa was trying to zone block, and Nebraska had two guys go right through the zone blocking and and take Akram for a five yard loss. It just seems like this is built. Be- this is built better for Iowa, um, at least for when teams are scheming against Iowa right now to step through those gaps to find or to, through those zone gaps to go ahead and gap block and just you know take out the guys one on one. Well, three hundred thirteen yards rushing. Hat, hat on hat on, hat, hat. hat on hat blocking. That the kind of stuff that you and I would have taught when we were coaching fourth, fifth, and sixth grade kids, and and it's not just go. F- into your spot, it's find somebody and go hit them. Yeah, and that's what the Hawks did. And it was just it was it was so fun to watch. Um, anytime you husk the corn, it's it's always good. And you know, I call it Husker arrogance. And I think we have Hawkeye apologists, uh, and we're like, well, we're sorry, you know, we're 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 satisfied with seven five. We, before the season, Trent, wh- how many wins did you have? Uh, eight and four. Eight and four. Well, how many? Six I had eight and six four. through the whole summer. Okay. I had eight and four. Okay. But, but it, it, I, I think this team clearly demonstrated that that was not below expectation. In what Vegas have? Six and a half. Six, six and, and a half. half. You know, so, and they go to seven. Right. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it, when you have a team with a first-year starter quarterback and then you lose your senior tackles and you're running redshirt and true freshman tackles out there and you're and you the Offense is predicated on being able to run the ball so you can throw play action and do those sorts of things. Your only effective wide receivers are possession guys, uh, easily in Vandenberg. And now, obviously, Noah Fant, if he's not first team Big Ten, he's not. 
He's not even on the All Big Ten team. No, he had ten uh, touchdowns. Oh, wait, we don't know. We don't know this. We don't know. No, we, we only don't. Got the we, we're only we've only the got defense. the defense today. Yes. I'm sorry. We've only got the. Which, by did, the way, did anybody else think that? So Josie uh, and Jackson are both uh, first team All Big Teners by both media and the and the uh, and the coaches. Uh, Nelson, I believe, was third team by the media. No, third team, third team by the media. Anthony Nelson, and, uh, right. Anthony Nelson, and Budgeta and uh, Neiman also made honorable mention. Because um, that surprised me that neither one of well, particularly Neiman, that he didn't get. I didn't see the honorable mention. I just saw the first three teams. Yeah. That neither one of them got anything uh, beyond that. Beyond that, but so, yeah, but you, you're right. So I hope Fant uh, tomorrow. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be. I don't know if he's going to be first. He's got. He leads the, the league for touchdowns for for um, for a tight end. I think he might even lead in receptions. But there's a couple of bigger names. Which, by the way, so in the Butkus Award vote, you know how uh, Josie Jewell, not a finalist for the Butkus Award, even though. So uh, one of the guys, Devin Bush, is a finalist for the, but he's second team All Big Ten by the media. Well, <laughs> he's it, not even in the top three linebackers in the, in the Big Ten, but he's a top three linebacker in the country. That and Josie uh, wins Josie, the what the Lambert Award. So he wins the uh, the Lambert Award. And Josh Jackson uh, today announced as the Jack Tatum, Jack Tatum Award, Award uh, both by the. Columbus Touchdown Club, who should know because they watched their own hometown team get worked by Iowa a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but, no, no kidding. But at least those are for the best at their position in, in the country, even though the Thorpe and the Butkus are probably the ones that are going to be, those are the ones that will be awarded on ESPN and right. all that. But, uh, but they did get recognized for that, and so it's an, it's it's. I don't want to say Josh Jackson's because uh, I hate the term lock, but I he has to be the odds-on favorite for the Thorpe. Well, he's got to be. He's, it's not even... it. it if that doesn't happen, he's had plenty of number one. He's had plenty of TV time to go with all of that he did, and and you know he's within one interception of Desmond King's record and had it in his hands the other day. Great play on the ball there in the second half. Yes. And he had it in his hands, and uh, and he just he just barely dropped it. But but uh, definitely, I you, you can't say he's a lock. Uh for Fant, Mike Gusecki. That's the guy numbers. from uh, Penn okay. State. Fifty-one catches, five hundred yards, nine touchdowns. That's so what Gusecki had. had. Yeah, just a touchdown behind. I'm going to guess a lot yeah. of preseason pub. Him yeah, that would probably be him. Nine. Yeah. So, but offensively, where else do you go? It'll be interesting to see where Akron Wally comes out. Now he becomes just what the fourth Iowa uh, uh, back to go for two for a thousand yards in two separate seasons. Back to back, he goes over 150, 159 the other day. That put him over a thousand, which was. Nice, considering the struggles of this team running the football, he still gets a thousand yards, um, and have to assume he's going to be somewhere in one of those teams. Yeah, uh, I'm going to guess a lot of running backs. I'm going to guess league. third team, probably third team. I bet the kid for Wisconsin's first team. Football Gali? No, the freshman. Oh, Taylor or yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well they'll be interesting. <laughs> that comes out tomorrow. We'll see what the offense, uh, how that that wraps things up. A couple of other. Interesting notes in this game, guys, to mention. So, first of all, um, hats off to Nathan Budgeta for being the unsung hero that nobody even talks about because they can't pronounce his doggone name. They don't even know he's in there. But blowing things up week after week, including a a, a really dumb fake field goal. That was one where I, I that was where I had wandered down on the side. You know, you could wander down on the side. Well, I saw you after, post a picture there. After I thought... a couple of extra beers here and there, you just kind of start wandering down, telling people you're part of the media, and suddenly you're on the sideline. It's amazing. Anyway, I'm down How here. long did it take for you to get removed? About 10 minutes, yeah. I finally had a... I'm sorry, a where's final, your pass? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm supposed to be here. And um, a couple guys bought, bought it, you know, and then, you know, a couple guys in orange vests. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I work media, and I told him, you know. Good thing you didn't have a JT Barrett situation. No, no, I, oh, good oh, Lord, the camera. Real try. I know, they didn't come after me. Anyway, um... Did you get your press pass from someone we know? I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> from that, from that, from that fellow we know. Um, anyway, so uh, dumb, fit, but Nathan Budget. Aside from that, um, also very uh, impressed with the play of Geno Stone. Came in when Miles Taylor got hurt, and uh, Geno played really, really well for a, for a true freshman coming from all all over the field to make tackles. And you got to give Amir Smith Marset a lot of credit for starting that second half with the kickoff return, short kick. The wind was blowing, and Andrew looked at me and he said, "You know, I think we're going to get a pretty good return here." Well, of course, a lot of people say that on the but. You could really feel the wind was, and he caught that short, and he cut, and all of a sudden you're like, he he, gone. he's gone, right? He's gone. And, uh, Reminded now, me of a whole and oats song. It was Geno Stone who had the block in the back, though, wasn't it? Uh, at the, the 10. At the 10. Didn't need to happen, but um, anyway, uh, really, really. Uh, Two plays later, they scored a touchdown. There are some impressive freshmen on this football team, which 
you want to go back to a few years ago and people start you know when people start looking at what's the effect of the facilities at Iowa the winning over uh, of 2015 you may not have a bunch of five star guys come out but you had one and you had a handful of four stars and you had a bunch of athletes guys who can really just ball who are going to actually play on this team in the next couple of years i think i think that this was an underrated recruiting class and we've seen a lot of it on the field this year it's going to get better. I, I think they're going to get better. And he's those are a couple bright spots. The only time I remember the Hawks having a really, really good recruiting class was the Ryan Bain, Dan Doring. Yep, that was 2005. 2005. Yep. And they were like number eight in the country or whatever. And that class just kind of spit the bit. And since but a part of that, the ones that stayed were part of the 2019. Yeah, they, they, they did. The but how many on, of them? Well, half, eight of them. Yeah, 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 yeah but, half a dozen. But they stuck around. And, yeah, and, and they became part of what played into another solid class that nobody really thought was, was all that great, right? But yeah, the 2019, Claiborne and those guys in right. 2010, you know. So, But you're right. There's only been a couple of years where it's been stellar, right? But some Well, of the best better. linebacker in the country was a two-star who was going to go to Luther. This year, that, that's Josie Jewell, right? That's, that's it. And arguably, arguably, I bet the I've best watched... linebacker ever that we've seen in in the Ferentz era. Now, maybe not, but arguably, oh, Pat Anger was pretty good. Well, we can argue a lot of guys. You can argue the Greenway, the Hodge. You can argue. I mean, you can argue a lot. Well, from of ways. where they played, Greenway, Greenway was outside. Abdul Hodge was really, really good back then. But Josie's faster. I don't know if he's bigger than Abdul Hodge, but he tackles better, and. I mean, he's going to play on Sunday, barring injury. Josie is that. I, I was going to give you that. That's the part that sticks out to me. Josie is still the guy with the nose for the angle, so that he can tackle just about anybody. When Josie Jewell misses a tackle, it's because he's hurt or or sick. or she I mean, Barkley jumps over or or, or somebody. Uh, makes she jumped over Jackson, right. who then got hit in the air by Josie, and he right. still wouldn't go down. Right. It. It, it just. That's the guy that makes the tackles, and that's one of the things that just stood out, and it stood out clear back when he was a, a freshman playing and all the way up through his sophomore. All right, we're going to take a break. We have a little bit of bowl talk. We've got basketball tonight, the Hawks on the road at Virginia Tech. Really the first opportunity for a lot of people to see Iowa play basketball. First one for big, me. <laughs> big game big game right out of the shoot here as we end November. Lots to talk about when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBTG. Boom! Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas on Tuesday, December 5th at 9 a.m. Log on to 1700kbgg.com. Click on the 12 Deals of Christmas banner and purchase the deals you want with half-off gift certificates at... Tuffy's Tire and Auto, where we promise you it's done right, period. We are locally owned and, as always, your dealer alternative. Use Tuffy Bucks on any service. Visit Des Moines area Tuffy for a list of our services, then click for a free estimate. Stop by any of our three convenient locations in Clive, West Des Moines, and Ames. The Home Plate Diner, serving the best comfort food around. We offer homemade specials daily and breakfast is served all day. Tuesdays, kids eat free, and Thursdays is free pie day. Two locations to serve you across from the fairgrounds on 30th Street and on Northeast 14th Street, a block north of Euclid. Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2. Cute Smokehouse always has daily specials and made-from-scratch sides and excellent barbecue. 
Barbecue 2. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee across from Dairy Queen online at KUEDSmokehouse.com. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas at 1700KBGG.com. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for two bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessing family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Thank you. I was going to ask who you were. Uh, really, uh, a, a Nebraska uh, media member's synopsis of the game the other day. And, of course, in, in amongst all the things that, that uh, were happening with the coaches, nothing about the players, nothing about Iowa playing well, other than the fact that Iowa does what they do and they're solid. That's kind of where they go, everybody right. goes with everything, right? Um, he did mention the four or five uh, poor officials calls of the game. and, and I mean, it, literally of, of an article that pr- it probably... F- Ten paragraphs. Did you write this? Five of it. No, good heavens! When we lose fifty-six to fourteen, I'm not was, putting that out there. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, but that's a, <laughs> one, that's, a that's a one-score game uh, article. I'm really this glad a, we're not full-blown Iowa State fans, a, and this isn't the Cyclone oh, Club discussion because I, he would have. He, whatever, what little hair you have left would have would have been completely well, I, I gone. I do feel sorry for them for a couple they of got, calls. They got hosed. They, they did. Um, but but it's interesting. I, I read a, a comment from a guy on Tom's uh, we, message board today about about Nebraska fans, and it's true they were very nice again to us the other day. And they, but the fact of the matter is, the arrogance of it is, is they don't they're, they're nice and they're cordial, but they don't believe that you beat them. They they still don't believe Iowa beat them at four out of five years. They believe that they have beaten themselves, that their coaches and their players. That they are better. Are they these just have teenage themselves. boys? I don't know. I mean, seriously, oh, no. enough. Can they can they not recognize that they're not very good? Uh, and this uh, no. is and this is my point on Husker yeah. arrogance. Yeah, great friend of mine lives in Bangkok, Thailand. So he's twelve hours different. It's five thirty in the morning there right now. He and I will talk during games because he can watch it twelve hours. Right. I mean, he already knows the score because it's tomorrow. But nevertheless, so we can sit there and talk, and and he's like seven and five is just not acceptable. And I said it's a hell of a lot better than four and eight. It's a lot better than four and eight. It is, and and as in as, nineteen and yeah. nineteen in the three years he's there. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. There's no question. There's enough uh, resources there for Nebraska to have a better team. They just don't. Well, you know, and the thing of it is, if you think back, they were the first team that had the I want to call it the Boyd. Dobbler, but Boyd Weight Training Center. They're the first, yeah, yeah, the one that had the, the first big, one in the country that big, had it. Big. Now everybody has right. one of those. Yep. Um, they were the first one that had uh, meeting rooms and such like that. Now everybody has that. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, you talk about facilities upgraded in Iowa. It matters. Two, two kids in Nebraska no longer stands out as they did nope. 25, 20, nope. 25 There's years ago cool in that regard. There's stuff there. They have a nice stadium. They've got great facilities, but they're not any, that much better than in, everybody else. And the other thing better. they can't do anymore is they can't stockpile these redshirt, quote-unquote, redshirt kids or walk-on kids who are Nebraska kids who can pay a very, very low in-state tuition, basically telling them that you're going to be on scholarship in two years. And and stockpile these kids and and, and see who who develops who right. develops and does that. They're not able to do that right now because they don't. While they're still Husker fans, they don't. I don't think these kids want to go there. Well, and, not if they're not getting a scholarship. They're getting them elsewhere. And and college football is such today that it's spread out enough that they'd rather go to a Mac school and play. Right or, or it's anywhere Colorado right? State right. Or, or whatever Wyoming. Right. right. Absolutely. Even South Dakotas and places like that. Right. It, it's worth it to go and because the. The, the atmosphere now in the smaller schools is enough that it would draw them away because you're going to want to I mean, play. the only place I don't think anyone ever would want to go is Kansas. Uh, there, there would be – that is a, in that glorified high school stadium with no facilities, that's probably about it. Speaking of basketball schools, how do you like See that? See how we did that? Huh? How are we doing that? Actually, uh, real quickly, uh, let's uh, – the, the Hawkeye – we're going to talk Hawkeye ba- men's basketball much of the rest of the show. Uh, Hawkeye women – Won three this week. The Puerto Rico Classic, which had to play, be played somewhere in Florida. I thought it was Myrtle Beach. I thought it was too, but that's uh, maybe that, that was, was the men's, men's, men's side. They beat Morgan State, North Carolina, Charlotte, and Elon. Uh, none of the games close. Uh, they have uh, Florida State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge tomorrow night. Do you on even know BTN. where Elon is? I don't. North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. They're the. No, they're masks. The, the Fighting Musks? No. No, I don't, no. I don't know their mask. Phoenix, I believe. The Phoenix. Well, I know Wisconsin Green Bay's the Phoenix. Iowa women, uh, Florida State's ranked number 13 in the country. They're undefeated. Iowa is undefeated at 7-0. and They've also got Samford on Sunday, but it's a big game tomorrow night, so they've actually it started. It is the Phoenix. It is the Phoenix. Nicely done. Did you say Samford on Sun? Samford on Sun. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Lamont. Yeah, the, the, they're the Lamonts. <laughs> Grady? Grady. Grady. I'm coming home, Elizabeth. Wrestling. Uh, the wrestlers beat uh, Ryder 35-6. to They're 4-0. They have Illinois on Friday night. They're hosting uh, the Illinois Fighting Line, and they open the Big Ten season. And uh, the, the women's volleyball team. See, I'm throwing it. I'm, I'm really expanding things here. They lost at Nebraska the, uh, the other night, but they await a, uh, a, a NCAA bid, so that's kind of a big deal. Are they going to get one? Uh, they're right on the bubble. They're right about 18 and 15, 7 and 13 in the Big Ten, but 18 and 15 overall. And the only reason I mention this is because that, that program was in, 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 the, in the pooper for a very long time. And, uh, Much like uh, Rutgers uh, football stadium. They had to use the outhouses. They, did, you, did you see that? I did. <laughs> did you like my comment? I did. Uh, you, you have to go back. I can't mention it on the air. But, yeah, they did. The Rutgers, all the plumbing went out at the Rutgers football stadium the other day, so they had to send out. So it was like an Iowa State game where you could get pass outs. You could get pass outs. That's right. Uh, What do we got here? Maybe we ought to go. We ought to go to break. Hawks tonight. Well, before you leave the women's basketball, you got to give. Is it Maggie Gustafson? Megan. Megan Gustafson. She's like Big Ten Player of the Week again. She's. I didn't see that. She's twenty four and thirteen average right now for the year. No study. No, didn't study. Doesn't have a note in front of him. No. Okay. Excellent. She's killing it. Yeah. Well. Good start for them, considering uh, not as much expected from them this year. Good start for them. i got to like it. Hawkmen tonight, uh, after a win last week against UAB, 95-85, where uh, um, Cook, Bohannon went off for 59, 30, and, and 29, respectively. Um, they made their free throws in that game. They made their threes. They shot well. Still didn't play great defense. Uh, so it's a, it's a tough spot tonight against Virginia Tech. We're going to break that down because Virginia Tech scores a lot of points. And we're going to break that down. A lot of good guards. Yeah. When we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Are you in the mood for real, classic, 
homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Sponsored by your locally owned Domino's. Domino's loves you so much that they're giving you 50% off the menu price on all pizzas when you order on Domino's.com. Online only and valid November 27th through December 7th. Availability and charges may vary. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.875%. APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you. Does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 11 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. The Home Depot is serving up holiday treats in the kitchen. Up to 40% off appliance special buys and 24-month special financing on store-wide purchases. Like the Samsung stainless steel gas range. Black Friday priced at just 598 bucks. With five burners, removable griddle, convection cooking, and almost unlimited possibilities. Our lowest prices of the year, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only see store for details. Credit offer valid through November 29th. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. JCPenney Cyber Deals are here. Now through Wednesday, find thousands of deals in store. Like 25% off select Nike shoes and kids and men's apparel. 50 to 60% off cold weather bedding and accessories. And a one-carat diamond two-piece set for just $79.99 after saving an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon. Find even more cyber deals at jcpenney.com. Hurry ends Wednesday. JCPenney. Coupon valid 1125 to 1129. Credit offer subject to credit approval. Nike and some other brands excluded from coupon. See store jcp.com for details. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy BNTC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information. He can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, step out after a long hard day on the radio likes to take that extra 15 minute break that we give him here at the end of the day and let us run with the uh, with the <laughs> with the equipment slaving over Slave- a hot uh, it's so difficult isn't it trent it is 
Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com joins us now, as he does each week, and uh, we round out the the uh, regular football season with a big win, Tom. And we've we've kind of we've kind of talked that one into the ground, but we haven't talked much about the bowl situation. I know that uh, Trent broke it down a little bit on uh, his program, but. Uh, what are you hearing today? Anything different? Anything new? I know there was an accidental posting on the Hawkeye Sports website of tickets available for the Music City Bowl. That's been changed to uh, nothing. But w- w- anything else you've heard? Um, not really. I thought there was an interesting bowl outlook that was put out by Brett McMurphy, who used to work at ESPN. And I've found him to be fairly credible when it comes to the bowl stuff and he's he's a very good journalist um knows his stuff and he said he's heard some stuff about the holiday bowl in iowa and that the holiday folks are just kind of enamored with iowa now it's going to take maybe a leap to get them there because um you know it might be a northwestern team that's there or something like that uh, that's available to them so we'll see i i I think Holiday Bowl is a pipe dream, but um, I wrote something on Sunday night that was basically, you know, it could end up being the pinstripe, mainly, you know, if the pinstripe bowl selects Louisville to come out of the ACC, Purdue can't go there because they played earlier this year. They opened the season against the Cardinals, so um, that would kind of lock Iowa into a pinstripe bowl, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, with uh, I think I still think the Music City is viable, but boy, the, a lot of these bowls they'll just look at okay, who won between the two schools this year? Yeah, and and it was late in the year, and you know that Purdue game is going to come back to haunt them. I think it is. Do you think it's interesting because you start looking at if if it were an Iowa Louisville matchup in in the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, or if they head out to the Holiday Bowl where they would play a, a little bit better team. I'm one of the reasons I want to go to the Music City Bowl. Is I think I hate to say it, but I think it's a little bit more um, lends winnable, itself winnable to a winnable, game. much more winnable game, particularly if it's Kentucky, who I think is yeah. barely bowl, yeah, can, bowl worthy, right? The team that everybody thinks is going to go there, and I, I think that's certainly a winnable game. And after struggling, and you know they haven't won a bowl game since 2010, I, I think it. It'd be nice to see Iowa try to go out on a win, particularly with this group of seniors. You know, somebody had a. Post out there, you know, in the bowl prediction area, that they had Iowa versus Virginia in the pinstripe bowl. That's another possibility. Louisville was in there a lot, like last week, and I think that's kind of where this all popped. And now it seems like that the uh, Dolk Bowl, the Charlotte, might end up getting Louisville, and then um, uh, you know that could open things up again, but. I still think the Music City is going to really look at head-to-head and just say, well, you know, they're pretty much equal teams, one-game difference, and they played in November, and Purdue won in Iowa City. Let's take Purdue. You know, Purdue's closer, too, to Nashville. Yeah, Five-and-a-half-hour drive. Five-and-a-half-hour drive from West Lafayette. It is. Uh, I, 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 you know, maybe they will. I, I would always err on the side of if you think you're going to get fans to come to the game. On the other hand, you know, a, a lot of these games now are depending more on TV money than they are the, the fans. So Here's, here's, what, here's what Purdue's going to sell them, though. Purdue sold 10,000 tickets uh, the, the latter part of last week to that uh, the old Oak and Bucket game. And so they... They can go to a bowl game and say, look, we've moved a lot of product here from last week, and our fan energy is way high, and um, you know we're only five and a half hours away. And that's a pretty strong sales pitch, if you ask me. Well, it's 10 bucks and a free beer to get into the Purdue game last week. <laughs> I mean, come well, on. And, and they were playing uh, Indiana, yeah, the but, hated but, rival. Yeah, but, you know, no, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm kidding. However, I know that there were a lot of cheap tickets available f- for Purdue throughout the year. But you're right, Tom. That's what they're selling. And um, it'll be interesting because Iowa's fans have always been the attraction, which is probably why the Holiday Bowl is kind of interested still. But yeah. um, but uh, anyway, it'll all shake out. But it's not going to shake out early. And I think I thought it was kind of interesting today, and a couple of different people posting on your website that they had inside knowledge and they were already buying their tickets. The one guy had bought his tickets for New York, and the other guy had bought his t- his uh, plane tickets to Nashville. So somebody's going to be disappointed <laughs> because. They both can't. I hope they're not. I hope they're refundable. That's I, all I can exactly. Say. Somebody. Uh, yeah, Did people you... learn this? 
Didn't people learn this lesson in uh, 02 when everybody was buying tickets? Junior did. I did. Junior. I learned it. <laughs> but I, but I, I used my tickets to go to Phoenix or yeah. someplace else. Yeah, you did You did get to go somewhere else. Hawks tonight, Tom, on the road in basketball at Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech leads the nation in scoring at 102 points per game. Uh, they've got five guys who average in double figures. They're mostly a guard-oriented team. Uh, is this a rhetorical question? Perhaps is this a is this a tough matchup for Iowa or a bad matchup for Iowa? I think it's a bad matchup for Iowa. I really do. I I happened to watch part of their game against um, I think it was Washington. Oh, they smoked Washington. Yeah, and they and Amat Hill, their um, shooting guard, had made um, six threes, six straight threes. I mean, just everything. I mean, he was 11 of 15 in those two games they played in Madison Square Garden. So, um, from three, and that's just phenomenal. I mean, he's shooting 60% on the season from three, and he's shooting a lot of threes. So, they're just, I kind of termed it today, they're kind of like that Louisiana team that beat Iowa, except better. You know, they're just, but size-wise they're and athleticism-wise, they're, very similar, and it's going to be at in Blacksburg. So, I was going to have a, a tough, tough road in this one. But you, know, you get Nicholas Bear back, um, and maybe that'll help uh, help Iowa. And you never know. Whenever you think they're just going to get trucked, they come out and they play well. I mean, I look back like that Notre Dame game last year where they were, you know, decided underdogs and, and really played Notre Dame uh, in in the uh, athletic and convocation center. Um, and they played them really well, pretty tight down to the end. You know, you're right about that. And Buzz Peterson is a he's a very good coach down there at Virginia Tech, and he's he's Buzz Williams. Buzz, Buzz Williams, Williams. I'm sorry, Buzz Peterson was the other guard. <laughs> anyway, uh, excellent coach down there. And but when in games like this, if the Hawks are able to get out and run, I think they can hang with them for a while. But Bears' presence on defense is is going to be a huge factor, if not tonight. Uh, you know, in the upcoming games and as they come into the Big Ten season. So I'm with you. I'm excited to see him back on the court. Yeah, the next, really, these next four games and three of them are on the road are just huge, especially given that Iowa kind of dug themselves a little bit of a hole with two losses down in the Caymans. So they're going to have to, you know, it's Tech tonight, host Penn State, and then two road games next week against Indiana and Iowa State, two very tough venues to win it. So... Hawks are going to have their hands full. Saturday, 4 p.m. for Penn State, uh, opening the Big Ten season at home, and then Monday at 7 p.m., both games on Big Ten Network, uh, which will be nice because a lot of fans haven't been able to see it. I, I tried to watch last week. I did. I couldn't. The, the Internet thing, I couldn't make it work. So maybe I'm not good with the interwebs. Did I don't you call know. Al Gore? No, after a while I just gave up. It just kept cycling and telling me, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you there. So after a while, and then they lost, they lost to him. So the third one I just listened to on the radio. Yeah, but, there you go. But uh, anyway, it'll be good to see them. If nothing else, we'll get we'll get a look at this team, Tom, and and uh, we'll see how they. This, this is going to be a big week for them. Uh, hopefully, next week when we're talking to you, they will be. Uh, well, hopefully they'll have three more victories, and we'll be a little bit more uh, a little bit more solid on where they are as a team. But I, I think there's room for growth, no matter what we see this week. Yeah, absolutely. They've um, you know they've got to make some progress on on the defensive end. I think that's really the. It's the whole key to this season, in my opinion, because I think that they're certainly capable enough. They've got enough scoring options. I think they'll be able to score with anybody, but it's going to come down to getting stops and, uh, and, and guarding people, and they just have not done that to a high enough level uh, so far this year. All right, Tom, thanks for joining us again, and we'll uh, check in with you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, Tom. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, get out there and check out the, all the good stuff on his website, particularly this time of year because you're in the middle of uh, you're in the middle of football recruiting. Um, you're in the middle of uh, the beginning of the basketball season, the bowl football season, and even today a lot of news on awards and whatnot. Do we have to hit? No, we don't even have to hang up, do we? Uh, good, already taken care of. So, um, which would tell me which would you rather have? In, in terms of what? In terms of of a bowl position? Oh, I'd rather team. go to Nashville. Because we can drive there and actually just go to the game, or because it's it's a, a better setup for for Iowa's fans, and it's probably a more winnable game. 
Well, it depends. If you're playing Virginia, I think it's an extraordinarily winnable game. If you're playing Louisville, I think you're a double-digit well, underdog. Louisville sounds like that's not a, not a music city. That's more of a pinstripe thing. No, I understand that. But And Kentucky's one of the other ones. And Kentucky's... They they they've won. Would they not? Would they not consider Vanderbilt? Uh, same level, right? Kentucky. What they won six? They won seven. But I looked at it. They they won. They beat a bunch of division, you know, division two and one double A teams by three, and skated by a few of the bad teams in the SEC. And they got anybody with a pulse. They got destroyed by Virginia's not very good either. So I I I don't know. Maybe, I, I I here's the thing. Last week, uh, here's the deal. This. I really don't care where they go. I just I want to see him win. I, I do too. And and after last week, this is this was what I ca- I came out of the stadium last week feeling so good. Uh, not only because we won and we, it was a fun place to be. And by the way, you know the Let's Go Hawks cheer reverberating through the under halls and the underbelly of Memorial Stadium as as because the Iowa fans just did it right. We're coming out of there, streaming out of there, thousands of Nebraska fans, and it's just Let's Go Hawks was so loud. It was great. And you come out of there and you feel like it was it was a warm day. It felt like a bowl game, right? Right. And I I, I just want I want to have that feeling again. And I I'm I'm getting a little tired of starting January of thinking, oh would, my gosh, this was just it was just an embarrassment. I, I would I would love for them to go and play an SEC team and beat them, and because I believe that the Southeastern Conference is. Currently, the most overrated conference. Extraordinarily overrated in yeah. terms of, I think they have three very good teams, and I think that uh, their fourth best team is LSU. And after that, it's a just a, a meddling bunch of muck and gook, uh, filth and muck. Look at that filth, filth muck, and muck. Filth, muck would you gook. fly? Would you fly with that? You know, whereas in in the Big Ten, you know, this idea where. We don't usually talk about the bowl championship thing. We got about five minutes. So, those people who would, for one second, consider that Wisconsin, if they would to beat Ohio State, that they would not get in to the Final Four, and Alabama would leapfrog it, it them. Sounds silly, but I'm telling you, it will a, never a happen. F- it will never happen. I, it I, will never. I would ever you would be correct on that. That if that will never. Happen if you have an undefeated Power Five conference, mm-hmm. conference champion. It doesn't matter. The, you know, Nick Saban said last year. Yeah, I, he I said, saw it. He said last year that if you don't win your division in your conference and don't and or don't win your conference, you should not be in. That's what he said in 2016. You know what he said this week? Yeah, his team is totally deserving of being in. I really, really hope we get an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's absolutely right. It, 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 so, so from a standpoint of. I don't care if Ohio State wins this game by fifty, uh, the Big Ten championship by fifty over Wisconsin. They have no business being in the in the uh, college football playoff. Ohio State doesn't. No, none, zero. But there are still people talking about. Well, the that. only way that could happen would be TCU to beat Oklahoma. Yes, but that's that's possible. In order, Not likely, but possible. in order for Ohio State to get in, Oklahoma can't. I, you would think not, right? Because how do you take? How do you not take Alabama? Unless Miami beats Clemson, and unless um, Auburn gets beat by Georgia fairly well, that, handily. I don't think that matters. The Auburn-Georgia loser is out. But the winner is well, in. So the winner is in. Yes. Georgia's in. The winner of the game is in. Okay. And if it goes according to Hoyle, so you would have, just based on the favorites, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but... So you have Georgia winning, you'd have Oklahoma winning, you'd have uh, Ohio State winning, and you would have Clemson winning. So those are your four favorites in those four games. I don't, I don't believe that for one second that that's going to happen. Right. I'm just saying those are four favorites. If that were to happen, and Ohio State were to beat Wisconsin, Alabama is number four, yeah. and you're going to have a Alabama Clemson game in the semifinals to determine who will play the winner of Oklahoma and uh, Georgia or Auburn. Yeah, right. Clemson's going to win a national title again. Cle- uh, Clemson's the best team. Oklahoma, I think the, Oklahoma's pretty darn think good. Oklahoma's good. I think Oklahoma's really good. Auburn, I think, I Auburn think, has Auburn won that game in the trenches the other day pretty easily too. That, they're they're impressive, but I I agree. I I think Clemson's the best team in the country. Well, I think the they are that, right yeah, now. Yeah, but Oklahoma Oklahoma has been impressive in the fact that they yeah they spit the bit against Iowa State, 
but they weren't they were they weren't paying attention and uh, heaven knows here they also other, have the biggest play, you know they have the biggest playmaker in the country they, they, in Baker Mayfield they do. they do and the reason the reason Iowa State lost a few of these games is because they finally got people to sit up and take notice and so suddenly nobody's looking past them the last few weeks and they played close with all those teams they just couldn't quite get it done but uh, but certainly you know from a standpoint of the big boys. Finally, you know, paying attention to Matt Campbell and and uh, the Iowa State Cyclones, which, by the way, congratulations, Sam. Yeah, you know, good good for them getting that contract signed. Hopefully, they'll keep him around for a while. Keep football interesting in the state of Iowa. Sounds like they're going to build a facility up there uh, to uh, to you know kind of keep up with the Joneses as well. So, all of our Iowa State brethren, that's good. And I'm not even sure where they're going for a bowl game, but uh, it, it's a little bit it's a little bit. Um, I, 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 I'm the Iowa guy in me still takes a little bit of, of uh, umbrage at the suggestion that uh, you can't keep a guy around the state of Iowa who has any ambition, right? Kirk Ferentz must be in the state, must be at Iowa just because he didn't have any ambitions to go any further. I'll tell you what, if Matt Campbell gets things run, rolling the way that it that, that it looks like they are at Iowa State, why? Why have? Why would you ever leave? Why would you leave? Do you need that much more money? No, Bill Fenley is a perfect example of that yeah. in Ames. Where he's he's had a great program, he's done a great job. We got how did it work out for Freddie? You know, well, Freddie hated recruiting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, we are we. That's kind of an important part. Are we yeah. down to the uh, Templeton Rye last call? Yes. Brought to us by uh, Templeton Rye, the uh, the good stuff. Great, great friends of our program. Appreciate all of their support yes. through all these years. They've been with us a long time. They have been. And, and I believe we've been with them for a long time I, as well, haven't we? Well, I, I try to be with them as long <laughs> as, as I can. As often seems, as possible. Never right? seems to last as, as long. As often as possible. So uh, we call them basketball tonight? Might as well. You said we got three basketball games. I did not even know that. Yeah. This is my point about not studying. Well, and this is the point about not having things on television until this week. Okay, finally, everything's going to be on and we'll be able to watch it and pay attention to it. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah. All right. They're losing tonight. Um, the, the, the guard court is not ready and, uh, they just don't have, they don't have what it's going to take to win a, a track meet, uh, this early in the season. I think they'll develop and continue to develop and they're going to get there. The problem is, uh, the big tens RPI and the Iowa RPI is not going to be good. And that's going to be a, a real problem down the road. Penn state, they'll be, win easily. And I think, uh, I think they take Indiana down. I think Indiana's struggling in a lot of different ways right now. And I still think the Hawks, so I think they get two out of three this week. And, uh, they start off the important part, which is the Big Ten, two and oh. And then we got Iowa State next week. And, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, I would take, uh, I would take two wins, uh, to start your Big Ten conference. Yeah, absolutely. Cause, cause you're going to need to win 12 to 13 games. You're I'm going go, to go, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go ahead and say that the, uh, uh game, Tonight is going to be extraordinarily high scoring, far more You're than going with the over. far more than 165 points. I'm just saying, um, and I, I think somebody gets to to 90, and uh, let's hope it's the Hawks. Somebody gets to 90. We got one minute, my man. Uh, I, I got the clock going. So if it's 90 to 87, would you be satisfied? And let's say we had a shot at the end. No, I want to win. I do. Uh, Didn't we have a great game over there and blow a lead? No. Never? No. Last I, I remember last time we played over there, I was just starting to date my wife. We went out and watched the game, and we we, we were never really in it. Uh, we had Aleska, and we, we tried to make a comeback. but We had, a, we had Aleska? Yeah. So that was, what, 14 no, that years? No, that wouldn't be right. That wouldn't be right. We didn't have Aleska because it's only been five years. Anyway, we, we didn't do well. Thanks to uh, <laughs> maybe those who do better tonight. We did not play well. Thanks to Trent Condon, of course, for helping us out here. Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on 1700 and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com for the Hawkeye Huddle.